like this carbonated wine. Um, there's only one, so we'll be swigging. Yeah. So we went. Todd and I were going to go on the boat the other night, and I would. I wanted to take a glass of wine on the boat. We were just Actually, taking like an evening little jaunt. Because maybe this would be good for the boats. Yes. And so I got a bottle, and he was like, I want you to try canned wine. I was like, I don't want a canned wine. Nobody wants canned wine. I want wine. canned wine. And he was like, just try it. So he bought this it This coming from me. the man who's okay with plastics. Wine plastics. Wine plastics. Now he's trying to give me wine in a can. <laughs> so he got it. I didn't take it on the boat. And when I was leaving to come here, it was the only wine at my house. And I didn't have time to stop. So this is what we have. We have... Wine, are we rolling? We have a wine lover. bullet. Oh, I just got a shake, a nod. We have a wine silver bullet. Oh, we we do. It is called Sterling <laughs> Vineyards. It's a cab. He a, he at least got us a cab. Oh, 2017, and How it's kind. in this stainless steel bullet like. <laughs> Maybe it's useful for other. I mean, things it definitely later. looks I'm tasting it like yeah. You're definitely going first. It's not bad. <laughs> It's a little sweeter than I would. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not going to buy it again. Here, is it, try it. Is it like a... Is it carbonated or is it a wine? No, it's not carbonated. I'm just wigging out here. It's not carbonated. It's just a cab. That's... Okay, I'll give them props. They've <clears throat> got a nice logo. I mean, it's, it's pretty. Just taste it's it. It would be easier for a boat ride to have wine like that instead of in a bottle. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's not it's bad. It's not bad. It's just, I think it's just psyching me out a little bit. Well, I'm a big, um, I mean, I had issues with the wine plastics, if you remember. <laughs> I didn't like the way it felt on yes. my mouth. This is the same. It's just a weird, we'd, I'd have you to pour like it. You didn't like the way it felt on your mouth? The plastic. Oh, the plastic. When I drink wine, I'm expecting glass. You have other issues with things on your mouth? <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm all good there. <laughs> I'm going to keep... Come and keep chewing my chip. Welcome to the Lady Bits Podcast. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Welcome. It's been a bit since we've been in here. It has been. Um, I I feel like we keep saying that. Well, It's been we, a while. It has. We do it in spurts. It is. I mean, it's just busy right now. Like, we're just batshit crazy right now. And you're moving. You're... Yours and Millie's yeah, office just, is moving, and it's. And can we also talk about how it's hot as balls <gasps> outside? Uh, if I had balls, they would be stuck together. It's I, it's all crazy the time. town, and it's just May, so I'm terrified of July and August. I am very scared because I actually have I know I have a wedding booked in August, but I think I'm about to book one in July, and I oh am a little please, bit please scared. Say it's not outside. I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't think my one in August is outside, but I, my one, my one in July that I might get, I mean, it's on the beach. Ugh. No, if you're going to have an outside wedding, it needs to be in the fall or the spring. Only. Or the winter. Or the winter. Our winters here are not anything, like severe. Anything other than June, July, <laughs> August. That should be off limits. And oh, it's just bad. So... Anyway, it has been crazy, but here we are again. Yes, dedicated, committed. Here we are, even though there are five gazillion things happening. Yeah. Here we are. We fit in enough time to pre-game. We did. We pre-gamed with Fanny, which yes. you guys all met in a previous episode. That's right. We went and had a beer with her. And, and so now I'm kind of toasted because I've had like three pretzel sticks and a giant <laughs> pint of 
some really good beer. What did you drink? I had a what did I, a Killian's or Killian's Red, and I had it was a dry cider called mm, Mag, Mag- Magners Magners with a lime. And it was really good. So it's actually yeah. not a bad thing that all we have is wine in a can because right. we don't really need to be drinking Yeah, we already much. pre-gamed a touch. Pre-gamed. Um, but this is the Lady Bits podcast. Yeah. If Welcome. you are just joining us for the first time. You need to stop and go back and listen to all the other shit that you haven't listened to. Yes. Catch yourself up. <laughs> um, I mean, you can still listen to this one. Yeah, stay it's on fine. with this, but definitely go back. But this is a podcast where we talk about chin hair. And better sex. And all of the little and the big lady bits in between. The crevices. The crevices. Yeah. The nooks, the crannies. <laughs> all of the things are our game for us to talk yeah, about. they're up for grabs. Yep. To chat about. Which, that's what we do. That's what we do. Yes. So here we are. And um, I wanted to read a review before we get started. Oh. Before we get okay. too far into this. Um. Uh, this is from Emily H. She's from Pennsylvania. Her name is Emily H. from PA. That's Pennsylvania, right? I think it is. That's Pennsylvania. She says, love these ladies. Every time I tune in, I feel like I'm hanging with my best friends. It's just what I need to escape from the crazy day today life of raising toddlers. She has more than one toddler. Mm-mm. Bless her. Bless you, Emily from PA. Oh, For Emily. lots of reasons. You've got it. You've got this. You do. You can handle it. You can. And if you can't, you get help. You get you get somebody to say, I'll take them for a few hours. And then you go and you run out the door and uh-huh. find somewhere to drink a canned wine. <laughs> <laughs> drink a canned wine or a box wine or a, a wine in a plastic wine or in, plastic. in a sippy cup. Whatever you need to do, you get you some wine, mm-hmm. get you some free time. Mm-hmm. And maybe even just sit just sit in your car and li- tune in. You can do that. So thank you for the review. That was sweet, Emily. Yeah. Um, we appreciate that. And we love reading them. So if you haven't yet reviewed, just okay. go now and do that. Just yeah. leave us a little review. It really helps us to reach more people. Yes. So thank you so much. Um, tonight, today, whatever you're listening, whatever time of day you're listening, <laughs> for right us now, yes, right now we are going to talk about something that... I do a lot professionally and personally. I don't do it so much personally, actually. But I want to do it more. But yeah. I, I do it for other people way more than I do it for myself. Uh, yeah. So we're talking about meal prepping. Mm-hmm. And which is uh, can, can be kind of daunting if you don't know what you're doing. But right. it, if you have the tools and you kind of prep a little bit, if you prep for your meal prep, it's not as bad. So, do you meal prep? I don't much? do a ton of meal prep, but I, I do. Um, I like to prep kind of in in my staple things. Sometimes mm-hmm. um, it just all depends because uh, I do like to cook kind of on the fly. But mm-hmm. when I am now that we're going into summer, it's really important to me to be able to like grab and go things. Mm-hmm. Um, because we want to be on the go. We want to be out with our kids. And, and I want to be able to go out with Brent and um, be adventurous. So, um, yeah, I, I I think I tend to do more meal prep in the summer. Okay. Um, actually, that's not true. I do meal prep, but it's just very specific things. Okay. So there's – and I um, – like I said, I meal prep a lot for other people. I have been a 
personal chef for a long time and I don't do it as much now because I'm working in a full scale kitchen now. Right. But um I definitely wish that I did it more than I do. But honestly when I get for home yourself. Yes. When I get home from a, a full day of cooking and baking i don't necessarily want to spend the rest of the day cooking and baking right but when i do take the time and spend a few hours meal prepping for the week it really does make a huge difference it does it saves us it saves me money um it does save me time in the long run Mm -hmm. and it um it cuts down on the waste for sure because i don't buy a bunch of stuff in the beginning of the week and not cook it and then five days later, I'm throwing it all out because Nothing it's gone bad. Nothing makes me, like, feel more crappy than, mm-hmm. like, throwing out, like, food that I haven't been able to use because yeah. it's gone bad. It happens all the time. Like, the the wilty cilantro in the crisper drawer. I do that all the time. <laughs> I, I Avocados and cilantro are the thing I throw away the most. I, you, do you ever keep, like, your cilantro in water? Yes, I do. And then, like... Well, now I'm growing it. I have oh, an herb okay. garden, so I have cilantro, and I just go That's cut awesome. it when I need it. Um, but in the winter, especially, I throw away a lot of <laughs> greens. Um, yeah. Because I just... I My week gets away from me. But meal prepping helps you save money, like I said, save time, reduce waste. It'll save you a lot of stress mm-hmm. after it's done. And there's different ways to meal prep. Um, you can do full meal prep where you've cooked right. the whole meal and then portioned it out. Mm-hmm. Or you can just prep your ingredients, which I think is what you yeah, do most. Yeah, that's what I tend to gravitate towards. Because mm-hmm. um, I, d- I don't always know what I want to cook. Um, I mean, there are, there are pretty much three things in our house that are staples. Tacos, spaghetti, and some kind of chicken dish. Mm-hmm. Whether it's grilled chicken or smoked chicken or... Mm-hmm. Um, I do love chicken curry, but I tend to like that dish for like seasons like the fall and the mm-hmm. winter. But um, yeah, so I I tend to like I will prep those things. So um, why don't I just talk a little bit about what I do first? Yeah. Um, so I tend to prep things like 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 my meat for either a dish. Um, or like a meat sauce for, for spaghetti or pasta or whatever. Um, I will a lot of times prep that stuff, Mm -hmm. um, in the beginning. And so I will do like ground beef and I will make a portion, like I'll have a couple different pans and I'll make a portion, uh, for tacos and I'll season it for tacos. And then I'll do one for a meat sauce. Um, and then sometimes I'll just do one, like just kind of seasoned with like salt, pepper, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit of parsley and Mm -hmm. oregano um but something that's mild i guess Mm -hmm. um i will do those and then that way i have them sometimes i will freeze it but if i know i'm going to use it that week and i know it'll be you know used within you know three days i won't i'll just keep it in the fridge Mm -hmm. and then um i may not always like boil my pasta right away Mm-hmm. Um, I will wait mm-hmm. to see if I need it. But um, uh, other things that I have done meal prep for, um, in the winter, I tend to um, make some kind of soup for the week. Mm-hmm. And it usually, that way, if I decide I don't want to cook one night, there's always soup. Or if somebody wants something for lunch, there's always some kind of soup for the week, mm-hmm. which has always we been a lifesaver. Yes. Um 
I will do like chicken breast sometimes and I'll cut it up. I'll just season it really simple. Some avocado oil, salt, pepper, maybe a little bit of um, uh, lemon pepper, just a a little or just flavor with fresh lemon juice on Mm -hmm. the chicken. And I'll cook that, cut it up, and then I put that in the fridge and you can use it for salads. You can use it for like a loaded baked potato Mm -hmm. um, because then you're just dealing with, you know, putting baked potatoes in in Mm -hmm. the oven. That's easy. So um, that's one thing I'll do. Sometimes I'll prep like um, uh, sweet potato chunks and then I can either eat them at, you know, I cook them up, I roast them. Um, and I can either like eat them as is, or I can, I like to add weird things to like my salads and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I like to do that. Um, I also have done sausage burritos. Have you ever heard of sausage burritos? Oh yeah. Oh God. Okay. So my gram actually started with making sausage burritos and then my mom made them like when we were young and like, so now I make them mostly Brent and I love them. The kids will eat them, but they prefer tacos. But, um, Sausage burritos are the jam. So I always make a big batch of that, like you, the pinto beans all, Mm -hmm. you know, blended. And then you've got the sausage and then all your seasonings and spices and a little bit of cheese. If you want some kind of creaminess or sour cream, I'm hungry. Can you tell? I'm just, I'm talking about every ingredient. (laughs) We did not prep well for this meal prep discussion. We would, we should have eaten more. Um, so I'll make, I always make, and that's the other thing. I always make more than I need. Like, intentionally more. I'm not talking about, like, a leftover. I'm talking about, like, it could feed us the next night Mm -hmm. if, just in case, I've had a long day Mm -hmm. or I just don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to feel guilty that we, one, have to spend money to go get something to eat or, you know, what am I going to feed my kids? Mm -hmm. Um, So I will do those kinds of things Um, with my – in the summer, I will tend to do, like, well – Brent will make a fresh batch of tom- like a fresh tomato salsa, and we always have tortillas, uh, tortilla chips in the house. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll do so. We'll do that. I've made like a chicken salad, and we keep that in the fridge. And so I try to make these things that, you know, when we're on the go, if we just need a light bite or you know something to snack on. Um, so like a fresh corn and black bean salsa, or sometimes I'll make guac. And um, I will put it out in a bag and spread it out so it's touching all mm-hmm. of the sides so it mm-hmm. stays green. That helps it stay fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sometimes I'll do like a cucumber and tomato and onion That's with so like good. vinegar mm-hmm. and some olive oil and oregano and salt and pepper. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And that, like the longer it sits, it actually gets better. Mm-hmm. So marinate. Yeah. Just let it yeah, like you don't have to feel guilty. Like if you don't eat it, you know, in three days, it's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. So um, I do those kinds of things as like my preps uh, because... I, I tend to find that I <laughs> find I find myself at like eight nine o'clock at night like just staring into the fridge like what can I eat mm-hmm. <laughs> and part of that's boredom but part of that's just like I want oh, something I bored to munch eat. on I bored eat all the time but if you're if you're having things like tomatoes and onions mm-hmm. and like things that are fresh mm-hmm. and they're already prepped. You. I will gravitate towards those yeah. things. I don't necessarily have to have mm-hmm. the potato chips or the cookies or the crackers. It's just whatever's easy. So if I've already prepped it, I will tend to be a, a, a make better choices um, 
even when I want a snack. Mm -hmm. So um, another thing that I learned from you is like um, marinating things in like vinegar and oil. Mm -hmm. Oh, like that changed my yeah. The onions, radishes are really good. Mm -hmm. Um, They add so much to salads or just to top on whatever you're eating. It's so good. And then um, I know for breakfast, one of the things that we've recently been doing um, is. And actually, I learned this from my friend Millie. She picked up these sausage links. I'm not a big sausage link person. I love a patty. Mm-hmm. But these, I don't this love brand, the word patty. Patty? You don't no, love the word patty? It's, not, it's on my list. Patty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't I, mind if somebody's name is Patty, but if you're using that as a, patties, as a patties? descriptive word, Patty's Patties. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the sausage link, it's, it's a brand, the brand is, I think it's Swaggerty, Swaggerty. It's from Walmart. It comes in like 28 links. If you cook them all in one batch and then put them in a bag, they're great for like the kids on the go in the morning. It makes me feel better because my kids gravitate towards like cereal or a French toast stick. And I'm just like, oh, God, I'm just feeding them crap. Mm-hmm. But if I put sausage links in there, I'm like, you well, at least better. they got a little protein. Oh, my gosh. A little bit of protein. That's like, that's just what I do. <laughs> that makes me feel better. Okay. And speaking of like pan- or well pancakes, I always make way more pancakes than we're going to eat at breakfast because mm-hmm. I put those in a bag and oh, yeah. those go in the, free- or the fridge. Do you reheat the them in the toaster? Um, I reheat them. Girl, I don't have time for that. I, got, I reheat them in the microwave. Oh, girl. That's fine, too, but they are good. Well, my kids don't care. Yeah. As long as they're not hard as, like, you know, Frisbees or anything, mm-hmm. they don't really care. But um, another thing that you can do uh, that I have done before is I will take the fruit that's, like, on its last leg. It's still good, but it needs to be eaten. Mm-hmm. Um, I will either do, like, a fruit salad or I will put it in muffins. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can do it in pancakes, too. It just really depends. Sorry. I'm distracted by my There's so husband. much noise in this room tonight. <laughs> my husband is, like, <laughs> quietly but not so quietly getting out his medicine he has to take. Um, but, um, and another thing I'm actually going to try is doing, like, a trail mix mm-hmm. for the summer and letting my kids help with the ingredients and and mm-hmm. i feel like they'll be more willing to eat it if they got to collaborate on it do they get to put m&ms in it yeah they could put that we can put that kind of <laughs> stuff or, or like chocolate chips in it Ugh. or like Reese pieces those uh-huh. are really good and then you can like take that and sneak it into the movie theater hey, hey. you didn't hear it from me but you did um <laughs> or granola granola is really good mm-hmm. um let them kind of come up with a really cool granola mm-hmm. mix uh and so those are the kinds of things that i do to prep mm-hmm. for the like week mm-hmm. or you know couple weeks or or like trips or mm-hmm. or pools and a pool time or whatever yeah. things that i can really grab on the fly um and to are, me that's those my things it, to me those things are are better that not a lot of people can meal prep for a whole week with full meals. That is right. a lot to plan. I can't do that. I don't enjoy it 
really I don't and it I, it doesn't really work well for our family just because we are spur of the moment people mm-hmm. and we like we make meals based off what we're feeling in that moment and if I've prepped yeah. a full week of meals and that doesn't happen and then we're to be all what we want to eat it. yeah it's not fun for us right so we do it and I'm going to give you some tips about how to do that if that's what you want to do but I think if you prep um, smaller items and you like you talked about and mm-hmm. then also prep the ingredients for what what you're going to use later in the week like you know if you know you're going to do a big pan of roasted vegetables go ahead and cut all clean it all and cut yes. it up and have it ready yeah or if you know you're going to grill chicken two days from now <gasps> as long as it's not a citrus based marinade you can marinate it and let it sit for a oh. couple of days citrus will break down the protein so you don't right. want to let that sit for a long time right some things you can marinate far in advance and if you can do those kind of things so that they're ready you can come home from work light your grill throw it on and you're ready mm-hmm. um that's i love grilling season it's oh, so easy to cook if you have some things ready so you know those are all great tips and prepping the small things especially the snack things and the salad things you can put in a salad are great to have so that you don't end up going to cook out and getting a a, a corn dog with a side of a burger right that is the weirdest thing cook out is strange but it's like can i get it. a burger and for my side i'd like a six-piece chicken nugget <laughs> and for my other side i would like a corn dog and a and a thousand calorie shake Yes, that's cookout. And it's all for like $3. Yes. Something's is, wrong with that. I know. What's in that corn dog? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing is in it. Something frightful. <laughs> um, so I'm going to talk about a few things that will help you, even if you're just prepping small things or if you want to prep full meals. You know, that's, it's really a personal preference. But um, I want to first talk about how to store food. And how long you can store that store those leftovers. Oh, that's good to know because I don't think I follow rules. Yeah. Um, it really, a lot of it depends on how you store it. So um, you want to store things with as little air touching the food as possible. Okay. So, for instance, if you were to cook a big London broil and you wanted to eat it for the week, leave it whole in your refrigerator and slice it as you want to eat it. If you slice it, that introduces more surface area to the air, and it will go bad quicker. I did not know that. Yes. And it's the same thing with chicken. If you're cooking chicken to use, leave it as a whole breast and store it and then shred it as you need it. Okay. Um, Because the air causes oxidation, which causes um, it to go bad faster and causes it to have funny smells and, you know. So as little air as, as possible coming in contact with your food. Um, and then you, like I said, you want to slice high protein foods when you're going to eat it. Like even with boiled eggs, leave it whole. Right. Until you're going to eat it. So do you think that when you see those eggs already deshelled in the store, should you stay away from those? I wouldn't eat them. <laughs> I've just worked in too many commercial kitchens. Your look, there was like a little hinge of fear in your eye yeah, when you said, "Yeah, there's I a lot. There's a lot of things I won't eat in from grocery stores or from restaurants, even just because I know mm-hmm. too much." But yeah, a boiled egg. I probably just do that yourself. Come on, people, you can boil mm-hmm. an egg yourself and deshell it and deshell it yourself. Um, soups and stews, store it in bulk and then transfer out to smaller containers when you're going to eat it too. So instead of cooking a big pot of soup and then getting 14 Tupperware containers out of your drawer, filling it all up, just leave it in one big thing, 
scoop it out as you're going to eat it. Okay. Um, if you're prepping salads, uh, put your wetter ingredients on the so you're going to layer it. You're going to stack them. So you put things like cucumbers, sliced tomatoes, um, shredded carrots, all the things that are prepped and have moisture in them. Put that on the bottom. And then layer your lettuces on the top or any nuts or dried fruits or whatever on the top. And don't toss it two days before you're going to eat it. Okay. Leave it layered. And that'll keep it from getting soggy and gross and slimy. And then you got to throw it out. And that's sad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, um, you know, have good containers. We I prefer should, glass. Yes. Glass is what I prefer as well. Um, it's not going to seep all of those nasty chemicals into your food as it sits there and then as you reheat it. Right. So glass if you can. Get something that seals really well. Um, put it in the right size container. If you have a piece of chicken, don't put it in a 14-quart <laughs> glass container. <laughs> and in your, It's just too much How air. disappointing. Like, you come home, you're like, oh, my God, there's, like, a meal, and it's one chicken No, breast. it's like one little tiny. So get things that are size appropriate, things that seal well. Think about the what it's made out of. So use glass if you can or stainless steel if you can reheat it in an oven or on a stovetop. Um, those are the best. Try to stay away from plastic people it's just we're we should be beyond that and it's not and and, you know people are i don't want people to think oh let me throw everything out and Mm -hmm. go get all new you can start little you know if if i would say the first thing to start with would be if you're taking your lunch every day and reheating it get a container that's glass Mm -hmm. that you can you know that you can store your lunches and start with that start with that and then add on as you see you're gonna you're gonna prep more um, and then as far as how long to keep stuff in the refrigerator, I would suggest you just go to your freaking Google search bar and say, <laughs> how long can I keep cooked meatloaf in the fridge? Right. And it will tell you. But the my rule of thumb is two to three days. I don't eat leftovers past that. If it's going to be past that, freeze it. Store it, right. and, you know, package it well and freeze it. Pull it out the day before you want to eat it. But anything more than two to three days, you're kind of getting into a danger zone. So stay away from that. But you can always Google how yeah. long can I, you know, can I eat this 14-day-old taco? <laughs> nope. You cannot. Uh, um, I'd gamble it. Maybe not <laughs> Maybe not 14 days, but I, w- I have definitely gambled, like, uh, weak meat, weak old meat. I'm like, oh, it's it's no, it, it's on I its cannot. seventh day. It's got to get thrown out after this. I cannot. Um, okay, so then here is how I plan for a meal prep session. Here's how I've done it for my clients. And here's how I do it for myself. The biggest thing is you don't want to spend 12 hours in the kitchen. Right. Who wants to do that? Nobody. It's exhausting. It's frustrating. So what I like to do is if I'm going to plan no more than three days of food that I'm going to cook at a time. Okay. And then I think about what do I have in my kitchen? I have a stovetop with four burners. I have an oven. I have a pressure cooker. Um, I have a grill. So I'm going to think about those things, and I'm going to plan for something in each of those cooking. Um, what's what's my word I'm looking for? Each of those cooking venues, those cooking uh, whatever tools. That I got nothing. I'm I know. Just staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> I the canned wine. Canned wine. Messing with me. Um, no, but like for instance, I can cook a roast in the oven. Right. I can cook sauce on the stove. I can cook 
um, grilled chicken outside on my grill, and I can make a uh, pot roast in the pressure cooker. All of these things can happen at the same time Mm -hmm. so that I am not having to wait for the roast to get out of the oven so then I can put chicken breast in it. Right. So then I can put uh, pot roast in it after that. Mm -hmm. You'll be there for all day. So think about what you have and you may not have all that, but what you do have plan for, for dishes that you can be cooking simultaneously. That does require a little bit of multitasking ability. Right. And if you prep all of this stuff before, like you're going to chop your onions for every dish, get it done. Boom. You're going to cut up all your vegetables, set it aside. You're going to marinate your meat, set it aside so that everything is ready to be cooked. And then at that point, you throw it all, you throw your chicken on the grill, set a timer, Mm -hmm. you throw your sauce on the stove, you set a timer, you throw your stuff in the pressure cooker, it times it for you, things like that. Mm -hmm. So that kind of reduces your time um, that you are in the kitchen cooking. Okay. And I mean, what do you think? Like you're, you're probably cutting it from like half a day or to a couple hours. I mean, I can prep for my family for three days in about two hours. Okay. But I ha- you have to plan accordingly. So, you know, you think about things that are f- quick to cook, easy to prep, and that you don't have to babysit on the stove. Right. You know, you're not going to plan for a veal. We're not doing risotto. No, you're not going to do risotto <laughs> that you have to stand over the stove for 45 minutes. You're going to do things that are that can take care of themselves, basically. You can set a timer. You right. can go do something else. You can come back to it. Things like that. And then I always do a big, gigantic pan of roasted vegetables, and I can eat that with any meal. I can eat that with grilled chicken. I can eat that with a steak. I can eat that with whatever, scrambled eggs. Right. Um, So things like that that you can make in bulk and that won't have you standing at the stove for 12 hours. That is the biggest thing. Think about what you have at your disposal. Don't think you have to go out and buy a bunch of crap. Um, Use what you have. Mm -hmm. Use what you have. And if you need to just do your prep and then cook every night, do that. I prefer that because I love the ritual of cooking for my family with a glass of wine in my hand. Then we all sit down and eat what I just made. Mm -hmm. But if I have stuff prepped for that ahead of time, it's just such a huge help. Such a huge help. Then I'm not scrambling thinking, what am I going to cook? Or I have nothing. Right. I got to go to the store and then we need to eat dinner in 20 minutes. So, yeah. Just plan ahead. It's a little bit of prep, a little bit of thought put into it. You know, we have friends that do crazy meal prep. Christy, pee in the bushes. Christy does meal prep (laughs) like you wouldn't believe. Like that's her spiritual gift, I think, is meal prepping. And she will spend an entire day on Sunday cooking and then have it her whole week done. But it's nice, too. It sounds really nice, too. It sounds nice when it's, you know, to have when it's done. The, but the doing you of know it. that she's waking up on Sunday being like, oh, damn, it's prep day. <laughs> I have to cook all day. <laughs> uh. Uh, no, I think she loves it. So those are just some of my tips. Get prepared. Have the right kind of containers. Think through your menu. Don't just like willy nilly mm-hmm. say, I'm going to make a, you know, beef bourguignon that's going to take me eight hours. And I'm going to make a bolognese that's going to take me 14 hours. And right. You know, just and be honestly, realistic. in my opinion, some of those dishes need to be enjoyed. They're most enjoyed right when they are, mm-hmm. you know, done. Yes, 
not when they've like been frozen or yeah. have sat or whatever. Some of them just mm-hmm. need to be enjoyed that way. Even and I will say this, even if you're the kind of person that loves to meal to do the full meal prep ahead, I want to encourage everybody to plan for one night where you don't do that. Where you go to the farmer's market or you go to your favorite grocery store and you look and see what looks good to you. Mm-hmm. You get those things and you go home and you cook for yourself or you cook for whoever in your family. Mm-hmm. You cook it then and then you enjoy it together because that is so uh, fulfilling and it's so nurturing, I think, to yourself to right. be able to go through that process of 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 having some creative liberty Making right. a dish that um, you enjoy doing. Don't do something crazy, you know. Right, right. That's going to cost you ninety five dollars. Yeah, do something that feels comforting, that feels familiar, but that looks good when you go in the produce section and you see that they have really great looking asparagus today mm-hmm. in the spring. Please don't eat asparagus in the winter, <laughs> but if they have really beautiful asparagus in the spring, get that and cook it. Right. Um, but enjoy that process. Find one day a week that you are doing that, and it's not just about microwaving whatever you made 14 days ago. Right. So that's my encouragement. Meal prep (laughs) to a certain extent, but then enjoy the process. Yeah, and hopefully your family can enjoy it too. They will. Unlike my family last night made dinner, and my daughter just hollered at me, I don't want that. I don't want that. And I was like, you've had it before. You loved it. You've eaten it. But I don't want it today. (laughs) Just like that. But I I mean, in her defense, I say stuff like that. I say stuff like that. Like if, 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 uh, I don't know, because I'm Uh, the one that cooks, but I have very specific ideas about what I will and won't eat on certain days. And if it's not uh, what I want to eat, I'm not going to eat it. (laughs) Well, it was like just I just made like a, a Mexican kind of style dirty rice uh-huh. and it had sausage and onions and garlic and I don't know rice and beans and corn it was it was delicious mm-hmm. and homegirl was like I am not eating that well she's like you cannot make me eat. And I was like well then you cannot eat and she was like but I'm hungry and I'm like girl I'm not I we caved to, and made we a need stupid to, quesadilla we need to teach our our girls. We need to give them joint cooking lessons because when they do that, because Riley won't eat half of what She's I like, make. I'm on an all white diet. Pretty much. She won't eat tomatoes, which is my favorite food on, on the earth. Um, she won't eat pizza because it has tomatoes on it. Really? She won't eat pizza? <laughs> she will not eat pizza or spaghetti or what? Uh, she eats ketchup, but that's the only tomato product she will ever eat. But anyway, she's my challenging food child. My The other ones will eat pretty much anything. Oh man! So maybe her and Genevieve can get together and yeah. cook for each other. Yeah, they can meal prep for each like, other. Oh, it's rice again tonight. Rice and quesadillas every rice, quesadillas, night. Quesadillas and like a sandwich and maybe a <laughs> bowl of cereal. But the sandwich cannot have crust. It has to be white bread. No crust, and it needs to be like cookie butter, please. <laughs> but no jelly. I don't want regular peanut butter. It can be ham, but it cannot be smoked ham. It has to just be honey ham. They're going to love us that we're, like, making this voice about them. <laughs> Hopefully they won't hear this It's a good a thing our time. daughters do not listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you so much for listening in. And if you have meal prep ideas, you know, even if you want to, like, show us what you're making for dinner and tag us, that would be fantastic. Yeah. We'd love to see what you're cooking for your family. Maybe we'll do that the week that this one comes out. We'll 
show, show you, you what, what we're, we're doing. We'll show you ours if you'll show us yours. Oh, yeah. Show, show me all of it. Mm-hmm. I want to see it all. All of it. And on that note, we say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to follow us on all the socials. We are The Lady Bits Podcast on all platforms. The Lady Bits Podcast is created and produced by me, Amanda Holloman, and Abby McGee. It is recorded in Wilmington, North Carolina. Our sound engineer and graphic designer is my hot husband, Brent. Web design and music contributions are by Abby's also hot husband, Todd. The theme music is recorded by us and our very hot husbands. Special thanks to Beta Radio for the use of their recording studio and to Millie Holloman for the images that can be found on our website and social feeds. You can find us at theladybitspodcast.com. How was I supposed to know that something wasn't right here? Oh, baby, baby. I was like, in the car, like, Amanda, tell them that if they use it. I didn't say those words. Sorry. I didn't say that to. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm just channeling my inner Brittany. Uh